All right, Dan, let's talk about my favorite quote in real estate. Real estate isn't get rich quick, it's get rich for sure. What are your thoughts on that? I like it too, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, a long-term, like the way I look at real estate is is long-term. Uh, when I purchase a property, I'm thinking about 25, 30 years down the road. I'm not thinking one, two years. I'm not thinking flip. I'm not thinking a quick buck here. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm running that that analysis over, over 30 years. So. Um, I know one thing uh, with you, right? You own 150, 200 property, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't even know if you know. But, I don't uh, think I know. <laughs> yeah. um, one thing, like, I don't know if you've ever sold a property. I don't know. Have you? I've, I've, I actually sold, uh, I think I've sold seven over the course of 12 years. Seven out of, let's call yeah. it a couple hundred, yeah. even whatever. So yeah. seven out of 200. Yeah, a couple hundred doors, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. obviously you have the the long term mm -hmm. uh, mentality as well. Now, why those yeah. seven? Right? Maybe there's, well, there's yeah. Reasons, um, why did I sell the seven? I sold the seven because uh, they were in a building. It was the first package of real estate that I ever bought in my life. It was the 15 condos that I bought as my first deal, and um, it was in a building. It was in La Goyle Plaza or the La Goyle Building downtown, okay. and um, there was like, like I said, there was 15, and there was eight with water view and I sold seven without water view. Just got rid of them. I got rid of them. There, there was higher turnover in that, in that, uh, in those units. So I got rid of the ones that were in higher turnover. Um, you know, in hindsight, so I sold them like literally for like, in some cases, like four times what I bought them for. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. When the market started to really get hot in Windsor. And if I would have held them even longer, I would have like, I would have even like, it, you know, I could have sold them for probably six times as much, yeah, yeah. you know, but you know, that, that also, you know, freed up some capital so I can go do other things too. So it is what it is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you don't live with, no. with regrets, right? You no. probably use that money for something else, yeah, but in reality, so. like selling real, holding real estate over long periods of time in general, isn't really ever a bad idea. No. Um, like for myself personally, I did a flip, uh, one of my first investments about yeah, five or six years ago made a quick 50 grand, that same property today, five years later is worth $150,000 more than I sold it for. Yeah. Right. So leaving huge amounts of money on the yeah. table. And I don't think a lot of people <clears throat> think this way, right? Like this is, I, I just, we did a quick calculation here um, of a kind of a common single family home purchase in Windsor right now. Um, we ran it at a purchase price of 300 K uh, 1750 a month in rent. We factored in vacancy, maintenance, repairs, all that stuff. Uh, we calculated this as if you held it over 30 years. Um, so for a single family home uh, at 2.5% appreciation annualized for 30 years will make you, I don't know if you can see this on the screen, if you can zoom in or whatever, but the total profit yeah, Jesse, one you'll, sold. Jesse will throw it up. Yeah, total profit one sold, $815,000 over 30 years for a very simple single family uh, home investment uh, property in Windsor right now. Mm -hmm. So when I say real estate isn't get rich quick, it's get rich for sure. What do I actually see like some of my clients do? They'll buy something a year or two previously, then they'll call me up a year later when they're up 40 or 50 grand. And they'll say, hey, you know, I'm up 40, 50 grand. Maybe I'll sell this thing and, and, and do whatever with the money. And it's like, well, that's the wrong mentality to me because you, how long would it take the average person to save $815,000? It's virtually impossible. Yeah. Like working your job or whatever. It's, it's almost impossible. So. Um, imagine if you had 10 of these, imagine if you had 10 single family homes making you this, uh, kind of wealth yeah. over, over 30 years. So 
Real estate isn't get rich quick. It's get rich for sure because of these. These are simple numbers. Now, um, what what's your current uh, game plan with your real estate, right? Like you mm -hmm. obviously already have this mentality. Yeah. You've been buying consistently for over a decade now, rarely selling. Mm -hmm. um, what's your kind of, uh, you know, long-term mentality going forward? Yeah, so I, I totally agree with this. <clears throat> I totally agree with this mentality, obviously. Um, I guess for me personally, where I'm headed now is, um, it's hard to, it's hard to scale. Like these numbers apply, these numbers apply and work like outrageously well for even a single family home. So from my perspective, I have a lot, like a fucking shit ton of single family homes and I wouldn't say I'm tired of buying them, but I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to like really scale now. Gotcha. gotcha. And for me, my problem is this market here in Windsor. It's tough to get property at scale. It really is. And, and there's a couple reasons for that. Number one, more than likely being that but you're talking like large multi. I'm talking right? yeah, like 50 20, plus, 50, 40, 50, units 50 plus. plus units. Yeah. 50 plus units. In Ontario. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In Ontario, super low return. Yeah. Super low, super, super low. crazy low returns. Um, I remember 80, you telling me why. Yeah. 80% of all of the larger scale multifamily is owned by the REITs or larger corporations like, you know, uh, insurance companies or uh, pension, pension funds or whatever. They're all owned by large, large, large players. Yeah, like the Ontario Teachers Pension Fund or yeah. whatever, just snapping yeah, up exactly. large multi consistently. Yep. They don't care about no returns, right? They just need to park money. Yeah, and they, well, and, and part of it is they know that if they hold that property in X amount of years, just like this, yeah, it's going to, it, yeah, it's, it's going to do the exact same thing. So they don't, they'll pay a two cap for a property. They don't care. Yeah. And then they'll also, you know, the REITs will pay a two cap for the property because they've got, a shit ton of money sitting in a, in a, in a trust account uh, from their investors. And even though their investors, you know, even though they would, you know, the investor would rather see like a 5% cap on a building, their money's at the same time, just sitting, doing nothing is sitting idle. So these funds have to do it and they have to deploy it somewhere. So, then so that they're almost forced to buy shit that, yeah. you know, which they always will be. Like yeah. They'll always yeah. be which makes it super hard to buy the large exactly. one. And you're right, because money sitting in your bank account, yeah. whether you're a pension or an individual person, doesn't matter. is burning a hole, yeah, right? Exactly. You're losing to inflation yep. every time. So so for me, um, in my, my, like, I guess, transition now to wanting to significantly scale the portfolios to say like thousands of units, and I'm not talking about thousands of units where I own them 50, like, or 5%. I'm talking about like legitimately myself owning like thousands of units, right? I can't do that with single family homes. It's yeah. going to be tough. So you probably can. And I'm not saying there, there's no, there's no one out there doing that, but it's going to be very difficult. The economies of scale just are not there. And uh, it's going to be very tough to manage, obviously. So for me, I'm actually looking to divest my single family home portfolio so I can raise capital to expand my portfolio, especially in the States with uh, like larger scale 
multifamily buildings yeah. and, and so instead and, of these and, singles and doubles yeah. go hit a grand slam basically, yeah right? like i want like 100 units yeah you know i got at a time like yeah one purchase. yeah one purchase great locations um you know i really do like the you know i really do like the one that i just bought the senior community uh building i bought in canton yeah. there like when, when you showed me that building <clears throat> yeah it's like 20 years old or something and then yeah. it's got x amount of units sale price whatever Mm-hmm. And a couple, I'm like, if that building was in Ontario, it'd be mm-hmm. like quadruple or five times the price. Oh my god! Like anywhere yeah. in Ontario, yeah. anywhere, any city, uh, the yeah. cap rate would be two. Yeah. Would sell for a two cap because it's so new and whatever, and yeah. you wouldn't be able to make any money. No. So when I saw that, I'm like, and hey, we would buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. when you said uh, this is available, like this is just one of numerous opportunities, yeah. uh, you know, that you've looked at in the states, it's like, mm-hmm. holy crap, different market over yeah. there, right? Now, why is it? Why is there so much more opportunity in the U.S.? So, obviously, there's there's a lot more product over there, and when I say product, I refer to like buildings and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, real yeah. estate. Uh, and also, eighty percent of the so so the ownership is flipped. Eighty percent of uh, multifamily, like larger multifamily in Canada, is owned by the corp, like large again the same corpse that we were referencing there, but it's actually flipped in the U.S. Eighty percent is owned privately. Like just uh, regular people, regular like you pe- and me, regular only, people, only also like corporate owners, but not like fund owners. Yeah, not right. Like, where they're pooling, yeah. at, they're pooling funds together yeah. to buy large scale property. So it's it's more private citizens or entities, whatever, owning real estate over in the U.S. And that o- that opens the that opens the door in the ability for people to actually go over and buy in the U.S. or well, to buy in the U.S. Yeah. to scale. So it, yeah. it makes it easier to buy at scale uh, properties that are actually making money and yeah. cash flow positive and healthy cap rates, where it's just doesn't seem like it's possible here, right? It's it's tough, man. It really is tough. You know, I, again, I've I've gotten to the point where you know, fuck, I don't even know how many single family. I got a shit ton of single family homes, and again, like they're great, and I and I truly do feel like single family homes. You'll have you'll these numbers will be better for single family homes because you you don't have as many people buying you know a 56 or 100 unit building as you do this home this this property could be an for an investor and also for someone's principal residence Good so yeah. so you're also like you're you're also when you buy single family homes like this you're also playing into like the emotional buying experience mm-hmm. for either a first time home buyer or even someone that just needs a home yeah. and they're going to pay they don't give a fuck they'll pay 50 grand over we you've seen that because they're just like holy fuck i've lost out on 10 places i'm tired now and this is breaking me down and they just they'll do whatever that it takes to buy a place and one thing we're seeing right now there's now even in windsor right this has already happened everywhere else where you're starting to see condos being built and townhouses single family homes aren't being built as much anymore if they are they're the luxury two stories and whatnot because it doesn't make sense to build them anymore so when you're buying a single family home that's a limited product, mm-hmm. like especially these 300K homes and whatever, like they're yeah. not gonna be building those anymore. It's gonna be townhouses, condos. Yeah. It's a very unique product home. So, and that's why I would ask you, Dan, why why divest your holdings? Why not just leverage them to 80, 20 max, right? If you have a bunch of leverage, why even sell them? I, and I agree with you. Um, the reason why is because I'll still have to hold that 20 in there. And that 20 in there could get me an extra, say on a hundred houses. You know, what's that extra 20 going to get me? Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good it point. It could get me like literally like 6 million more. Or what's the number on that? What would be the number on that, Jesse? Let's see. Let's do the math. 
So say, for example, if I were to hold 20% on, say the house was 300 grand, right? So it's 60,000, right? Times say 100. Yeah, it's 6 million. 6 million bucks. 6 million dollars. But then you got capital gains. Mm-hmm. Uh, other fees. And I agree. Fees yeah. And I'll end up with, yeah. I'll end up with, uh, you know, call it 4 million out of that. Yeah. 4.25. Which million gets you a nice, uh, 50 unit building yeah. on, a, on a beachfront, maybe somewhere. Yeah, right? like, like you see what I mean? So yeah, like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, it's time to really, for me at least, right? Like I want, and I also want the challenge, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, um, you know, I've also owned a lot of this stuff for, you know, a good amount of time too. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it, it's time for me to, to, uh, to see what I could do over there. Now, now for me, what I want to do is, you know, for example, this, this building in Michigan, um, you know, we, we figure, you know, I don't, I can't really, I'm not going to like put that out there if investors want to come with, you know, come and come and do this with me. But, you know, talking to like a lot of people that are very knowledgeable about that market, you know, I could take that building and I can, I could double the value of that building in five years with, you know, uh, you know, bumping, bumping rents to market, um, you know, keeping clean books and then, uh, and then some like pride of ownership, like fixing yeah. the building up, like just cosmetic shit doesn't need anything. Yeah. Structural. Pretty interesting. Like you were telling me about the story, right? Kind of a disagreement yeah. amongst owners, yeah. right? Three different people own it. They all see, yeah. they don't see how to, great opportunity by the yeah. way, those when yeah. people disagree, oh, man. It, it creates opportunity. Oh, yeah. One guy wants to fire sale it. One guy yeah. wants top dollar and they end up sneaking in for yeah, a deal. Yeah, exactly. Um, so mismanaged. Yeah. They stopped caring. Yep. They didn't raise rent over the last rent, X yeah, like amount of years. Seven, eight years. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so for me, it's like I can double the value of that building within like five years and move on, even sell it and move on. Mm-hmm. Or again, you know, refi it out after the five year yeah. term or whatever and, uh, and move on. So. Yeah. So and, for and me, let's, let, let, that's a great location yeah. and a 20 year old building. Like it's a great property. Yeah. It's not like you're going into some no, slum no, no, or no, something, no, right? No, no, This is like yeah. a, yeah, this is a cut above. Like you, you wouldn't see like, th- this is a property that in Windsor, if anybody's familiar with Windsor, you'd see this building on like, it would be equivalent where this building's located would be the equivalent of this building being on like Benwell or like yeah. restaurants. Prime. Yeah. Like, yeah. Prime location. Maybe even Banwell because there's more like senior uh, seniors off Banwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd probably be in like that area there. Yeah. That's, that would so, be the equivalent. Yeah. So when you're selling your real estate, mm-hmm. you're not cashing out. You're you're taking it to reinvest in more no, real no, estate. I would, right? No, no, no. So, yeah. I would never yeah. pull it. Like I'm going to pay way too much tax, number one. But I, I would definitely like redeploy it like for, again, another long-term goal. Just yeah. different. There's like, yeah. a, you know, I'm, I'm going in a different direction. Yeah, but you're not trying to time the market. Like, oh, I think the market's going to no. crash. I'm going to sell now and then buy no, back no, no, later. No, 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 it's no. like real estate is long-term. Here are the yeah. numbers. Well, yeah. I got a better investment opportunity yeah. here. I need to raise some some capital. And like, I might, and I probably won't even do it. To be honest with you, I probably won't start selling my shit until I actually have something like locked down. Yeah, where you, it's you, like, you okay, this I mean? is a better return. Exactly. Or I like that, this opportunity. That better. or the opportunity or whatever. But um, I, I probably won't even start doing it until something's like, like literally, like on paper, and I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. You know, the market. The only time I've ever timed the market is is like seasonal timing. That's it. Like when I sold that property, I literally timed to sell those condos in like the hottest, like oh, the like hot spring. I, or yeah, the spring. Yeah, I started yeah. selling them. Like I started popping a bump on the market right after summer, like probably or uh, right after winter, probably in March. Yeah, yeah. you know, or, or April or something like that. Time, I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. I did. 
uh, specifically for that reason because it's yeah. it's a hot buying market. Right? Yeah. So but that's like, hey, I got to divest. I'm going to do that this time. Yeah. When you when you think about real estate over 25 or 30 years, like, do you have any fear of of like prices being cheaper 30 years from now than they are now? No, like, it's no. impossible. Yeah. No. Theoretically, right? No, 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 no. Like those those numbers go down, Scott or uh, yeah. Jesse, go down. Let's see what the actual numbers are on this that Scott put in. Going, yeah, right there. So, so you're talking like an annual increase of two percent. Yeah, um, value appreciation two point five percent. So, yeah, that that's as if this single family home increases at two point five percent annualized over thirty years. Now, right now, right, like it's significantly higher than yeah, that. Yeah, big time. So, I would say that that's about the rate of inflation. Yeah, two percent, two point five percent. That's the government's mm -hmm. general target for infl yeah. inflation. So, those are very conservative numbers, yeah. especially in southwestern Ontario, with which again is a unique very tight market mm -hmm. in a, what I consider to be a socialist country. So yeah, yeah. imagine if that number was 3% or 4% mm -hmm. annualized, which it has been, I think in Toronto, it's been 5% annualized for about 20 years. If you stretch the it actual over increase in, yeah. in value, right. think about that. And they're, they're, they're the highest market in, in the country Yeah, or one of them. So that, that's pretty crazy. Um, so, you know, that might be a little bit of a low estimate, but that's conservative. Oh, that's I don't think I, you think that's low. I oh, think oh, it, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's conservative, that's like this number. Yeah, yeah, two point five percent appreciation. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it would probably especially be for the last fucking five years. Yeah, people More are like making, ten. People are making a boatload of money right now, and that's why I also think that there's a lot of money in the world mm -hmm. right now. That's why I think it's gonna be hard for this market to crash. Anybody like you own one hundred and fifty properties, mm. like in, in basically in Windsor, you just mm. like these twenty five percent year over year gain in, yeah. in equity. Yeah. Uh, so. So pretty crazy, but um, yeah, I, I mean, like, so what's your advice then for somebody kind of getting into uh, the the real estate investment game? Like, like I said, I have a lot of people that contact me with, uh, I think, a short term mentality. They don't zoom out twenty or thirty years. They want it now. They like want what, it. What are the what are the strategies that they they contact you with? They just want it too quick, based on for their skill level. Right. They, they think like, they're going to want like a flip. They want do they want to do that. They kind want of shit? they want to quit their job in a year or two, yeah. which is fine. It's just like it's not as realistic. Right. Like this is that's God, fine. I right. Hate you, that shit. Yeah. If I you, don't understand why people don't don't like they, they have to. OK, you want to know my advice? This is my advice. So for people that contact you that want to quit their job or they want to become a real estate investor, all that shit. What they need to do is reframe their their work that they do. They I need agree. To, right. They I they agree. need to actually see their their job as a meal ticket to fund their investing career. It's a tool. It's exactly. You're it's using a, it's a your tool. job as a tool. Imagine you yourself working as the bank. Like that's imagine imagine your job is the bank giving you the down payment to start this. Yeah. Because that's really what it is. Pretty like, how much, else yeah. are you gonna get the fucking money? They're not gonna touch you if you don't have a job. Yeah, they're not gonna touch you. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? Like, you're 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 literally quitting your meal ticket. Yeah. To get into this, so I don't understand that. I think people are so fucking stupid. Well, I think I think because a lot of you get sold stuff, right? You oh, get sold fuck, the right, idea that you can do it quick. Now, some people do, right? Yeah. You ha you got the odd investor that's managed to get really wealthy really quickly, a year or two, whatever. <clears throat> but not everybody's. LeBron James yeah. or or Sidney Crosby of this like most people have to grind their way to the top right yeah. whether or not in sport or, or yeah. music or life right you got to well, work well how how else would you even do it like how, how like 
so so have you ever come across anybody that like literally had their where where, where in like a couple of years or even five or whatever and was like yeah yeah i built this fucking empire of shit and uh, it only took me, you know, two, three, four, five years. I don't know of anybody personally. I know I people talk about it on YouTube. Yeah, well, right. Like, I, and I don't know if they're telling the truth. I don't know if they did it quickly. They I don't know. Sell, if, they probably sell a book on how to do it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's not, it's not super realistic. Now, for me personally, when I got into uh, investing myself, I wanted it too quickly as well. And when you want it too quickly, you make mistakes. Yeah. That's why I flipped. That's why I did a flip. Because mm -hmm. I wanted that 50 grand now mm -hmm. yeah. instead of saying, hey, that thing's going to make me 800K over 20 years. Um, let me hold on to that thing. It's like, no, I need that money now. So I wanted it too quick. Uh, I made uh, mistakes. And um, yeah, I don't know. Touch on that a little bit, right? Like, yeah. it, I don't know. Did you ever want, like, you oh, seem to have uh, always had the. Of course, I like, you know, who doesn't want it fast? Yeah. But like, it just doesn't happen fast. Yeah. And, and I, and, 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 and for the, for like the last 10, 12 years, I've been trying to figure out, well, how the fuck does this guy have, you know, 6,000 properties and, and doors or whatever. And, uh, how's this guy have 3000 doors? They have that many because what they're not telling people is that they only own 5% of it. And it's a bunch of other people that come in and throw and pool their money. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. how, that's how that works. Yeah. The same thing. Grant Cardone, like all that. He doesn't own those buildings. He pools people's money together. Yeah. And then he ends up with like five, 10% of it, which is yeah. still a, a fucking big, you know, on yeah, some of these portfolios, it's still, yeah, it's still, like it's still big. Been, but yeah. at the end of the day, like that's, that's how these people are scaling, massively scaling these portfolios. And, um, which is great, but like people are so, I think people are fixated on the fact, like they're being told, like they, they, those people don't tell those people that type of stuff. They don't come on and say like, you know, they don't sell like, yeah, yeah. Or they don't, they don't say like, yeah, yeah, I got, you know, 10,000 doors or 10,000 units, but I only really own, you know, 5% of that entire portfolio. Yeah. That's not going to sell anybody anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. So people, I, I think people are a little bit kind of like, they're getting the, the, the wool pulled over their eyes a little bit mm -hmm. from these like, you know, YouTube and Instagram, you know, investors and shit like that. Right. Where a big portion of their actual income is selling you a fucking book. <laughs> so, so that's the problem. So for me, you know, you know, even, even, uh, you know, trying to figure out how to scale the portfolios and scale this and scale that. And it, it's, it's only ever been really the only real option is to, um, I like scale. Yeah. Now let's think about scale. That's one yeah. at one and then two and yeah. then three and then five. And the, cause real estate scales, right? Yeah. You start to pull equity. Yeah. You start to build leverage yeah. five, but it also doesn't seven. happen quick. Right? Like people yeah, are talking that's years. Yeah, that's exactly. Years. Like, you know, people, you know, uh, for example, on the building that I that I got over in uh, in Michigan, they didn't even give me an option for, you know, a one or two year term. It was minimum five years. So for me, like, you know, for me to be able to, you know, I could pull a second and I can do, all, you know, I could do that type of shit. But again, it, it's 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 tough to uh, to be able to scale that kind of stuff without a long-term time. Yeah. Without a long-term goal in mind. Yeah. Right. You can't, it's yeah, you're not going to flip that building in a year. No, no, no. It's, no, no. it's going to be take way, Yeah. Project. It's going to take way longer than that. Yeah. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you said to me, you could in five years. Now, most people, again, man, most people can't <clears throat> even project out five years in yeah. my opinion. Now I'm guilty of it too. That's how I started. Yeah. And then after getting burned and burned, uh, and mistake after mistake in the stock market and in real estate. It's like, no, I'm switching my mindset 
to long-term. I'm not mm -hmm. trading real estate. I'm not trading stocks. I'm buying good companies and holding them and I'm buying real estate and I'm holding it for 25 years. Mm -hmm. I'm not selling any of my um, yeah. real estate. You know, and at the same time too, you know, you, why? You have other people paying down your, it's your cash mortgage. Flow positive. It's a golden goose. It's yeah. like taking your golden goose and trading it for whatever. I don't yeah. know, something that's not laying an egg every month. Right? Yeah, yeah for egg. sure, of course. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you're getting rid of uh, a tool, right? Because again, uh, the beautiful thing about this is like, after five years, you can refinance this, probably pull out all, all of your cash, mm -hmm. right? If it appreciates in the mortgage pay down, mm -hmm. which now your return is infinite. You've yeah. got no money left in this property. Yeah. None of your original money, your tenant's paying the mortgage. Yeah. You take that money and you buy another one. Mm -hmm. That's how it scales, right? So mm -hmm. people have to come in and say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to scale my portfolio one at a time. Yeah. And then once you get to four or five, six properties, then you can start to move a little bit quick, quicker, Yeah. but you're not going to come in and, and be the LeBron, in general, the LeBron James of real estate and just kill it in a year or two and then retire and be rich. Like, let's be honest. The only time that you can even do that is when you force appreciation yeah. or the market is, 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 uh, increasing so fast that it, what happened, Jesse? I don't know. Really? No, that's not weird. I just crap in. I don't know. Went off. Oh, oh. What happened there? Is that what you unplugged? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the only way to the only way to actually have a scenario like that without a long term outlook would be forcing the appreciation. You know, coming in, fixing the building, rehabbing it, whatever, popping it back up on the market, which is totally fine. You know, a lot of people do that too. Um, or but you take a quick forty or fifty grand. Yep. And yep. then you got to go do it again. I, I agree. And or again. Or, or taking that property, fixing it, right? And then refining it and then pulling out your money and then doing it again. Yeah. And that, that's, that, that's great. That's scalable. That's great. And that's what, that's what I think is, is a great method of doing so. Um, one of the things that I, I mistakenly did in the beginning was I would lock my property in for too long. Um, without the ability to refi, obviously, um, in the beginning. Like what, um, I'd fixed lock, rate? Yeah, I, fix, I, put, I throw it in for a fixed rate, five years, you know? So, and then I wouldn't touch it, you know what I mean? But, you know, that, that's all fine and everything if you're in, a, in, a, in an economic scenario where the property isn't like drastically increasing in value Good year point. over year, yeah, right? Yeah. But, and, and it wasn't in the beginning, a lot of the properties that I was buying because Windsor was like very stagnant. If mm -hmm. anything, it was declining, right? Even even after the 2008 crash, it was like, you know, it was right there or maybe even coming down a bit, depending yeah, yeah. on where you're where you're going in the investment. But um, I still had that mentality while the market was shifting a little bit because I was just used to it. Yeah, yeah. And then what ended up happening was because the market was shifting and I still had that kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to throw it in for five years and, and, and set it and forget it kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, I didn't really consider the fact that like, holy fuck, I'm a, like, what's happening now is, you know, I've got like hundreds of thousands of dollars on, on single family homes in terms of value. Cause you know, some of these I paid 180 grand for, you know, three years ago, not right now. Like I pulled all that out or whatever, but I'm saying like right when the market started to pop, um, yeah, because I was locked up. in for five years, 
it was going it was it was starting to transition into that like massive growth in value period yeah. in windsor now you know sure you can go get a second and all this type of shit it's just a pain in the ass right rather than just having to be able to when the when the property comes up after a year or two years yeah. or whatever you know throw another appraisal at it and 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 get a new a, a new mortgage slap yeah on it. that'd you be some I mean? good advice i like you're right know your market mm -hmm. are you anticipating above average appreciation yeah. like, like in windsor projected this year 10 to 20 percent mm -hmm. i'm not locking in any of my, any of my mortgages because yeah. uh, i want to be able to access that equity if it happens yeah. but i also find banks give bad advice almost all of my clients will come to me and be like oh i'm going to do a fixed rate mortgage well they want you to <clears throat> i know yeah they they're for some reason they're pushing you to fix and <laughs> I, I said if they're pushing you towards a fix there's a reason yeah they it's going to make them more money like yeah. that's that's just the reality of it yeah um, so you got some 27 year old banker telling, yeah. telling this, who, who doesn't understand investment properties, telling, uh, my clients to do a fixed rate mortgage. And then I explained to them a variable rate over the past hundred years has always outperformed fixed. Yeah. I don't, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they keep saying, well, the rates can't get any lower. Well, guess what? They said that at 4%, they said that at <laughs> yeah. 3.5, they yeah. said it at three, they said it at two and now it's 1.7. There are countries in the world with negative interest rates. Yeah. It is possible that we get there. Yeah. A hundred where if you leave money in the bank, you will be paying the bank to leave money in there. That's yeah. in the realm of possibilities that already mm -hmm. exist. So you can't say rates can't get any lower. You just logically can't say it. And even if they start increasing again, you just lock it in. It's yeah. not a big deal. If if the trend you know what though? Um they started increasing uh I think maybe before the pandemic or something, and then that you know, like that was something you couldn't predict. Yeah. In my opinion, just leave it variable. Yeah. That's my honest opinion. Mm -hmm. Look at this chart over hundred years. It's always outperformed and you have the flexibility to pull your money out without yeah. breaking your mortgage, yeah. which is significant. Tens, the, la tens, the last tens, couple of houses thousands. that I bought, I, I went, yeah, open variable, yeah. like legit open variable. Yeah. Like literally the rate wasn't much higher for me to just keep it open. Like on a couple, like the construction jobs that I'm doing right now, like the basement conversions and shit like that. Um, the, the the rate what like what, what was it like 20 basis points like it's not yeah. even, even talk about like whereas other people will be like oh my god like i, I gotta save i gotta yeah. save those like i gotta save those 20 points like you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean like it's, it's like eight dollars a month or something, <laughs> yeah right? like it's like what the fuck are you talking about and then when like, you go to refi it's yeah gonna cost you 10 grand exactly right? yeah. yeah exactly so it, it makes more sense to even on my principal residence that i just bought I, did i did i keep it open I don't remember if I kept it open or not, but I'm pretty sure I know it's variable yeah. for sure. But that's a long-term mentality too, even with interest rates. I don't know what's going to happen in the next five yeah. years, but I do believe that over a, the next 50 variable will outperform yeah. fixed. I can't predict the next two years. I can make a sound bet on, on the next 50. Well, you know, the future, like one of the ways to predict the future is to go back in history, right? Yeah. You know, history is a yeah, good predictor at, of the future. Look to at some extent. Year. Like what? what if you could pull up the hundred-year chart of uh, see if you fixed pull, versus variable? Yeah, see if you could pull up a chart there, Jesse. Fixed versus variable. Yeah, this will be interesting. I hope yeah. I'm not wrong. <laughs> this is super interesting, actually. Let's see. I have, yeah, I've seen it before. Yeah. Be here. No, it's over. Yeah, no, I think it'll work. We'll find one. Go f find one and throw it up on. Uh, 
on the screen, Jesse, when we're, uh, yeah. There, there's gonna, they, they exist. It exists. I've seen it before. I've seen something like this before. How much time we have for this? Start wrapping up, even. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel um, that's why. Well, this is this is exactly why I like. I literally. So when I first started buying real estate, um, I started buying it before the supplement company, all that stuff. Why? Well, uh, no, I owned the store. I owned the remember the store on Dougal. Yeah, yeah. So I owned the store on Dougal first. Then that's how I met Marco because he owned the building that I had the store in. And then, you know, whatever I withheld rent, and then I met with him and we talked real estate, whatever. But um, I had re I had just started the online stuff and I literally started buying real estate because I was like, I dropped out of school. I didn't have an education. I didn't know like what I was gonna do. You know, all you guys are graduating with educations and, and you guys got careers and everything. And I'm like, like, what am I gonna do here? I don't, I'm not gonna have a pension. I'm not gonna have a retirement. I'm not gonna have any of that shit. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get re some real estate and that'll be my retirement fund for when in 30 years I want to retire. Great mentality. That's the, and actually, at the time, I bet you thought you're the idiot and we're the smart guys. When in reality, <laughs> it was the exact opposite. Yeah. Like there's your pension fund, that chart yeah. I just showed you. Yeah. There's your pension. Buy yeah. 10 and, of those, and, there's, right? and, there, and there's no chance of that being taken away. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You Pensions know what I mean? Are, so so that's yeah. that's what I did realize at that point in time yeah. is that real estate, even when I, when I so when I was like, when I was 23 or 24 years old, or I think it was 23 maybe when I started, um, I knew that, like, I knew real estate would provide me with a retirement. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Even if it was just, I, only, I never even planned on having a portfolio. I just planned on having a few houses that down the road, I knew, um, you know, they would make me money. You know, even say, for example, on a single family home, you know, if I say, say if I own two, when I'm, you know, 60 years old, 65 years old, and they're renting for $2,000 a month or 2,500 bucks a month, and my expenses are say only 500 a month, and I'm getting $4,000 a year or a month on on uh, on 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 cash flow, like that's better than some like big three pensions. <laughs> it's, it's probably, you, you, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So at the end of the day, I'm like, that's that's how I'm gonna like make sure that my my retirement is is safe. It was yeah. a thirty year plan. Yeah. It was simple not as rocket that. science either. No. Like there's the numbers, right? Yeah. Like there there's your retirement plan, exactly, or your kids' college yep. uh, education fund yep. or whatever, right there in real estate. Yep. Again, you can't save eight hundred thousand dollars at your no. job. No, in today's and then even even if you do, like where are you going to put it? <clears throat> For real, where are you going to put it? What are you going to do with it? Be in the savings account making one one percent interest. <laughs> like, I don't know, can you right? even get one like, percent? Like, yeah, that even seems high for the bank. Yeah. So, you know, like at the end of the day, there, there to me, there's no other, and that's why I've never owned a stock either. Yeah. Because you, I can't go and buy three hundred thousand dollars worth of stock for sixty grand. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, no leverage. Right? No, there's no, no leverage. leverage. So you can't do that type of shit. Yeah. And and I'm not gonna, and I don't have time to sit there and read about companies and read about you know how to like day trade and and do all this shit i'm not interested in it yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not interested because you know at the end of the day my, my time's worth something too and i could make more money taking that time than trying to figure out like what's the next company that's going to yeah, pop yeah. because i might hit it and i might lose yeah so I'm, I'm not willing to take that chance i know i'll never lose on this yeah it's basically ever. impossible it is like it's literally impossible so um fuck, i've never lost on a, on a property ever 
like it's hard to it's honestly hard to i've never once not real estate held wood. over any lengthy period of time there's almost zero percent chance of losing money because of inflation yeah cost the cost to replace these properties over 50 years has to go up because of inflation it's in it's inevitable yeah. so if you can't replace it for less than it costs and that you know, has a floor to its value. Look at the fucking man. I told you about the replacement cost in that building, right? Eleven million. Yeah. And, like. Yeah, and the sale price was what three? Yeah, three. three like it's a great metric. Like all in, all yeah. my expenses like three and a half. You could never build that building. That building was built twenty years ago. Yeah. Labor costs were fifty. Who knows how much cheaper? One hundred percent cheaper, maybe. Yeah. Uh, material costs like yeah, big time cheaper. Like yeah. triple, quadruple, three million. Like fuck, what is like that's like that's literally almost four times as much. Yeah replacement value today yeah so someone pops that up you know granted you'll get better rent it's newer you know all that stuff but like holy fuck 11 million like three times more yeah three just times for more. the material yeah and labor and to put to the build building it. up yeah it's insane it, it doesn't work yeah and you could say that about any single family home right now in windsor mm -hmm. you can't build it for the 300k yeah you can't buy the land and build a single family home for 300k or less mm -hmm. so it almost makes any 300k home worth buying like if you wanted to use a simple metric yeah fuck and, and our man our market's skyrocketing i can't believe how fast it's, it's moving it's wild it it's really wild. is did you see did you see that article that just came out about london uh which how london's experiencing uh bring it up jesse bring up uh london um london ontario uh 2021 real estate something like that where is the go news hit news yeah look at extreme sellers market extreme I'm, it's already extreme I, i've never seen like i've never seen anything like this where it said like extreme yeah seriously usually it's the other way yeah extreme doom and gloom but yeah not, uh... i've never seen anything like where it was like extreme sellers market <clears throat> Well, it's the same story, right? Out of town buyers and dwindling supply of homes will continue to push prices up. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. And then keep in mind, 1.2 million immigrants, the federal government's uh, target for the next three years. Yeah. Like, what do we think is going to happen here, folks? Yeah. Yep. This is pretty, yeah, this is pretty crazy. Now, do you think any time in that 30-year period or even 20-year period or whatever, do you think that the rents will not be able to keep up? Yeah. We're going to hit that apex for sure. Yeah. De definitely. And that's why like you want to be buying like, you can't while wait. the numbers make sense, you want to be buying. Yeah, you can't uh, wait till then. Yeah. 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 Now when that, that period is going to uh, come, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, could it be two years, five years, 10 years? Yeah. Not sure. Um, but it, I mean, it or, or maybe it won't like if price, you know, say, say for example, if a home hits a million. Okay. Well, you know what? It is. It is partially true. Like uh, it, it, it should follow. Positive. Yeah, it, it should follow it suit. It, it almost has to. Yeah, it's it's simple supply and demand, right? Like it, it and it's simple economics. Like it, it it might actually have to keep continuing and going up. Yeah. I mean, and one of the issues here is I'm figuring like if it's a million dollars to get into a property, and you know with CMHC, you only need fifty k to get in. It might make more sense to become an owner once the houses start to increase like so dramatically that 
you know, what are you going to be paying $5,000 a month in rent? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like to that point. But here's the thing I met, uh, I don't know if I told the story. I met uh, a young couple uh, on a vacation. They're from Switzerland and they were telling me about their, the property that they lived in. They showed me, it's like this beautiful kind of house or whatever. And I'm like, how much does this cost to rent? And they're like, it was right downtown Switzerland. Um, and they're like, oh, it's 3,000 Swiss francs a month. I'm like three, like Swiss francs are more than the Canadian dollar. What is that, you, Jesse? Bring it up. Yeah, check that out. But I'm like, that's like 4,500 bucks a month. Like, why are you paying that rent? It doesn't make any sense. They're like, well, nobody, like you can't buy a house in Switzerland. Like it's too expensive. Any, really? Any city in, in Switzerland, because it's socialist and whatever yep, else. Yeah. So... Oh, I, wow. I wonder if whoever owns that property Fuck. is so cash flow positive. Go, go, go. What, what was it, Scott? How many? Uh, 3,000 Swiss francs. Ooh, 5,000. Or, four, yeah, 4,000 4, something. That's fucking nuts. 4,300 bucks. Now, here's the thing. They made good money. They were probably making a couple hundred thousand Swiss francs a year. They had good jobs. Very, like, uh, entrepreneurial. Again, about my age, 30s yeah. kind of thing. Um, and they literally said, you can't, like, we'll never own a house in Switzerland. Is like, that it's right? It's just eh? impossible. And again, my personal theory is that we are on that trajectory. I don't know if it's 10 years. I don't know if it's 40. Wow. But the rich people are going to own all the real estate. And this is why. Because of inflation, uh, immigration. That is Cost nuts. of building. Uh, cost of land and everything else. Just wow. Went eh? And again, there's a lot of wealth in the world right now. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have a lot of money. Anybody that owns 10 properties is sitting on hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash. What do rich people do when they have money sitting around? Or smart people? They buy real estate. So people are buying up all the supply right now. Yeah. That's driving prices up. Yeah. Like you own 150 properties in Windsor yourself. Mm-hmm. Like think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're on this trajectory. And then, and then you're right. As prices rise, I, I guess theoretically rents have to rise as well. They yeah. have to. It would, it would only make sense. Yeah. Just how fast did they keep up? I don't know. But I, I, think, I think what we saw in Windsor was in the beginning people were like reluctant to continue to increase rent because I, I feel like people didn't know. I think P, I think renters were holding off, pulling the trigger on those higher price rents. But lo and behold, everybody <laughs> just kind of started catching up. Well, eventually you don't, you don't have a choice. Yeah. yeah. Right. Eventually uh, you're going to have no choice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah. people that are complaining about $1,100 rent now look at 1700 and like, Oh, this one's a bargain. Like, yeah. Well, now it is, but yeah. you could have got it two years ago for eleven, twelve. And, and we, man, we, um, that's another, that's another reason why to some extent too, um, uh, you know, divesting in some of the real estate that I own too, is some of my property literally doesn't make sense. And that's a good point. That's the problem yeah, too. Below right? market rent I'm way significantly. Below, yeah. I'm way below market rent. Yeah. You know, I've got some property that's worth like legit, like $450,000 now yeah. in like the most prime areas. And they're paying like fucking thirteen hundred a month. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Probably two thousand or more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so, and that's just because they've been there forever. Yeah, and I can't kick them out. Yeah, and, seen... and I can only increase it by the, <laughs> the the rate that the government tells me I can. Which, how much is it this year? I don't even know. Zero. Is it actually yeah, zero? They froze it. You can't do a rent. Really? Yeah, because of COVID. Really. But typically, Jesse, it's one. Do a search for it. Let's see it. Let's. I actually want to see it. <laughs> yeah, from January first. Uh, this year, 2021. Uh, do like uh, Ontario uh, rent rental increase. increase. 20. Rents will not increase for 2021. Wow. Like that's kind of bullshit. I mean, they 
typically do it at the rate of inflation, which maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. You can't tell me there's no inflation this year. Like, That's what I'm trying to say, yeah, right? Like, so point. my expenses go up. Yeah. yeah. Your hydro bills go yeah. up. Your taxes go up. Like significantly. Up. Remember I told you, remember, remember you were like, hey, you're, you know, your taxes aren't going up. I just saw one that just came in for double. I don't remember where, where it went, but I just got an impact notice. Dude, I threw it out. I probably fucking chucked it. But yeah, like the, 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 no, no. Let me see that. They doubled your taxes? Yeah. Maybe it's not this one. Oh, yeah, dude. Because I bought a house that was fucking, you know, how much back in the day, right? No, not this one. No, this is uh, for those vacant or the the university properties. And let's think, let's think no, about that again, right? One. The government keeps not talking about the government keeps talking about affordable housing and like lowering rents and this and that, whatever. Well, what happens when they raise your taxes on you? Double. Yeah, they're gonna. You now have to raise your prices. Yep. And then the the renters are gonna complain that we're scumbag landlords, mm-hmm. when in reality, like I. I can't own a non-profitable business. I have to raise the rents. Blame I, the government, right? I like, see. I see this all the time, man. I, even when you post stuff, when you post stuff on on Facebook or, or other agents yeah, post stuff on like, blasted. oh my god, yeah. people, people get people blast you yeah. like crazy, like crazy. Yeah. Like me personally, they attack me personally yeah, yeah. as if I am uh, the scum of the earth yeah. for this rental property that yeah. I just spent a year building and yeah several hundred thousand dollars out of my pocket and the risk and the time and yeah. the effort and then i'm charging market rent yeah but you're um, the asshole but yeah but i'm you know the, what I mean? the complete jerk like Win- windsor hasn't caught up yet like with, the, the problem is windsor has been depressed for so long that the people that aren't in like a home buying scenario or even the home buying scenario it goes both ways obviously but you know people that want to buy a house can't fucking believe it yeah. right and then people that want to rent that house can't fucking believe it. <laughs> yeah. And and I understand why they can't because like shit has exploded here. Yeah. I fucking this is what's hilarious. I always knew it would because like we have we we actually do. I know people will fucking shit talk Windsor like to the fullest, but we have a lot to offer in this fucking city. And 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 I fucking knew it would happen. That's why I started buying shit. Yeah. And I was like, it can't get fucking worse. <laughs> it's almost and even if it does, I'll buy more. But it, it's almost impossible for it to get worse. Like we're not going to see Detroit. Yeah like shit where houses are going for a dollar no it's impossible. right it's but still, we're gonna see Canada. yeah but we're exactly but we're still gonna see like so but yeah you got a university go, a college you got chrysler yeah uh, uh ford we're four like, hours to toronto three and a half yeah. we're four hours to chicago we've five got five minutes from detroit five minutes from detroit Two where all of the border yeah yeah we, we, it's half hour to like detroit airport where like you fuck go anywhere you want yeah. in the world um you you've sports, got sports entertainment yeah sports right entertainment so casino yeah so so we literally have like we're, we're like positioned in like Detroit's backyard where we don't have the crime we don't have the big city bullshit we have the like low real estate prices but we have everything a big city yeah. offers and the best weather in in Ontario most southern city in Canada best waterfront in like to me in the country you know, well, maybe, I don't know. I've never been to Vancouver. Oh, or, probably not. As <laughs> well, you know what I mean though, right? Like for a city like this, yeah. like when you go down to the waterfront, like it's amazing. Yeah. It's under like underutilized, like fucking crazy, yeah. but nonetheless, it's, it's still great waterfront. Yeah. So there's so much, and there's, there's a shit ton of water here. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like it's, it's, um, 
I, I felt I felt like when I was doing this, it was just a matter of time, you know, fucking took ever forever, but like, you know, seven, eight years, but nonetheless, it happened. Nonetheless, here we are. Yeah. We are in the middle of the uh, yeah. Windsor's come up finally. Yeah. People still refuse to believe it. I know. And that's what's hilarious, man. Yeah. That, that's fine. So, but uh, let, I guess we'll, we'll wrap up with yeah. uh, the, the mentality, right? Real estate isn't get rich quick. It's get rich for sure. Expand your timeline in any investment. I don't care mm -hmm. if it's stocks real estate, starting a business, expand that time frame from one to two years to 10 to 20. Mm -hmm. Just start with that mindset. And I think that's maybe more than half the battle. Oh, yeah. You have to stick it out. Have to, you yeah. have to persevere. Yeah. Uh, so good stuff. All right. We'll see stuff. you guys. See you guys next week.